Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today, the topic of conversation is a question. Has Google given up on podcasting? That we shall explore. Let me back up a moment. It was a a little over a year ago that Google made lots of big announcements or a big announcement, lots lots of noise about their new Google podcasts. Their new kind of native, I mean, technically native app that's not really an app that will be the the savior of the Android ecosystem. If you're not aware, Apple uh, Apple dominates the market. There are approximately uh, every five. How do how is the numbers? Approximately five times the number of podcasts are consumed on iOS devices as on Android devices, which is weird because Android dominates five to one in the end in the in the device market. So it's kind of flip-flopped. How is a company that's only responsible for 20% Apple mobile market able to dominate with like 60, 65, 70%, depending on what numbers you want to listen to? Right? So Apple dominates. So Google said, we're going to do something about that, sort of. That's the way that it was interpreted. And we're going to launch this thing called Google Podcasts. And we want some modifications. We're going to do it in a very Google way and tie it back in. And we're going to launch this thing. And it's going to be natively installed on all Android devices. So you just simply click and it's there and being great. So it's been a year. And Google Podcasts is at a whopping less than 1% market share. Less than 1% of podcasting is consumed, downloaded through the big, fancy, huge splash Google Podcasts app. Oh. So that's led to some speculation by a lot of people that this is just one more, and I've lived through all of these waves, one more area where Google tried something, didn't work, and they'll quickly abandon it. Is that happening with Google Podcasts? Uh, short answer, I, I don't think it is. I do not think it is. But I'm going to be, I need to do a mea culpa. I'm, I, have, I have a reputation for choosing good things that are going to hang around for a while, but I'm, I'm not without my flaws. Like, yeah, sure, I've been on Twitter kind of since the beginning and podcasting since the beginning and lots of other wins I have in my pocket that my my friends who don't stay as up to speed on this are constantly amazed by. But I also remind all of them, I was deeply in love with Google+. I really was. And we see where that went. Mm-mm-mm. A lot of internal challenges that cause a problem. But no, I don't think that Google has given up on podcasting, and I'm going to explain why on this on this episode. And it's kind of the same reason 
that I was a big fan of Google Plus when it came out, even though I do recognize that I was terribly wrong about that. And there is a greater than zero chance that it will, that Google Podcasts will go down the same path. But I don't, I don't think so. Because I don't think that Google Podcasts was intended to unseat Apple, the Apple Podcast app, specifically in the whole Apple iTunes ecosystem. That wasn't Google's intent. Nor was Google's intent with Google Podcast app to knock Spotify out of the number two position, which, in all honesty, I thought they would be at by now. Uh, not the case. Spotify's like 7.2, something like that, percent of all consumptions and, and, and growing strong. Well, welcome to having a 2 million active member user base, which is pretty helpful. But I don't think Google was really trying to go after any of that. you got to remember that Google at its core, if you look at what Google is, it's lots of different things to lots of different people, but Google at its core still makes the vast majority of its money on its search business, specifically showing little tiny ads to people when they're searching for content. Okay, that's what Google does really well. And one thing that we sorely need, and we're trying more and more, and 2018 was definitely a year of innovation and experimentation in searching voice. But two different things, searching and voice. Like, using search to go through audio still sucks. We've got some new players out there. Now with neural nets and cool AI that are happening, we might get there eventually. But I don't think that's the main play. Even though, ultimately, Google needs that. Google needs to be able to do an audio SERP. You know what a SERP is? A SERP is a search engine results page. When you type a query into Google, or in your browser bar, and you get the list of Google results back, that's called a SERP, search engine results page. And Google pulls content from websites and displays them to you, titles, descriptions, URLs, so that you can choose out of that list of 10 things which one you want to click through and get to. Oh, hush. <laughs> so that's what happens with it, trying to find a, a SERP page. And Google desperately needs something like that in podcasting. I don't think we're going to see it anytime real soon. Turns out that's that's really hard, A, to pull out and in, and search through audio to find relevant content. It's, it's, it's doable, but it's hard. We're learning that more and more all the time. And I also think it's going to be very difficult to present results in a certain way. I mean, ask your smart speaker for something. Could you imagine going through a list of 10 things? It's impossible, right? That's not a good interface. But have you seen the new uh, HomePod and the new at home and all the other cool little video type things that are coming out there? And have you also seen how many times we human beings are using voice to search for things like I just unintentionally did right there with my HomePod? Hmm. And what about asking our little phones to do things for us by search, by searching with voice, by actually just saying things in voice and having it do something for us? So we're using voice. We're using audio and voice in a different way. And this is where Google's going. If you want to know why they've not given up on podcasting, this is Google's big way to figure out all of the things we've talked about. How to make a good SERP page based off of lots of content. There are 700, almost 700,000 podcasts out there now. That's a good data set to work with, to start showing or playing an audio SERP. This is a big experimentation for them. This is a really big experimentation for them. And they're investing wisely in it. They've tied it completely to search. It's 100% part of the search experience. It's not a separate app. 
It's a completely separate search. One more thing I'll give you as a, as a, a reason why I don't think Google has given up on podcasting just yet. Back to the smart speakers. What I think we're going to find as, as content is delivered, Google's going to have to find a way to slice and dice that information in such a way that is relevant to the person making the search and also not offensive to the creator. What do I mean by offensive to the creator? Well, one thing about podcasting, we're, we don't like to share. <laughs> we really don't. We like to define our turf and say, this is, this is ours. And if a podcaster makes a media file, damn it, no one should touch it. Well, I, I, I get the sentiment, but when a SERP result page and audio comes out, it's going to have to be sliced and diced. We're already learning that people using these smart devices, long form content, not so much. We can either make content for it or the content can be adapted automatically, which is what I think is going to happen a lot of the time for those devices. So no, Google has not given up on podcasting. I think Google is learning a lot about podcasting. And I think if Google is successful, and here's the scary bit, if Google is successful in making Apple, excuse me, in making Google podcast work really, really well, it's going to change what we mean to have a podcast for some. And that's troubling for our industry of podcasting. Many of the leaders in our industry of podcasting feel that innovation from podcasting shut down in 2005. That was perfection. Why should we change it? That is going to have to change. Yeah, it's a harsh criticism. I get it. And, and perhaps unwarranted in some cases, but I see it all the time. If Google is really going to be successful with what they want to do with podcasting, it'll change the nature of what we think podcasting is. If you want help thinking about that for your business or your services that you offer in a podcast form, get in touch with me. I launch podcasts. It's what I do. Go to podcastlaunch.pro to check out the types of things I'm doing for clients right now today. Want to get in touch? Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. And I'll be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, 
Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.